Hello and welcome to this episode of the Varley Vehicle. Mike Varley here. Let's step inside, strap ourselves in, and take our mind for a little drive. You know, I am really pumped up about this episode, this show. Um, I received a comment from uh, one of my listeners, and it just really lifted me up and really made me feel uh, feel very good. And um, Ashley also gave me an idea for a show, so I love hearing comments from you folks. And one thing right out of the bat that I wanted to let you know, if um, you know people who wanna, maybe want to listen to the show and they don't have access to iTunes, you can friend me on Facebook where I download every one of my episodes so they can listen to it uh, that way. So I want to start off this episode right off the bat with a little quiz. And don't worry, there's no math involved in this. Uh, the quiz is, here's a question, it's just one question. What would you do if you had to reseed your entire lawn and put down eight yards of mushroom manure, which is, you know, another word for a horse, you know what? What would you do? What would you be thinking about when you're, when you're doing this? That's my question. What would you be thinking about when you're spreading this? Just manual labor. So you have nothing but a shovel and a whole lot of you-know-what to put out. What would you be doing? Would you uh, think about how crappy of a job this is? No pun intended there. Would you think about maybe what's going wrong in your life? Would you dwell on uh, relationships maybe that didn't go the way you thought they should go? Um, your job that's not heading in the direction you want to head in, uh, everything you failed at, or would you do what I did, which is playing my mind how I'm going to be on stage presenting all my material sometime here in the near future? Uh, would you think about how you're, you want your life to be, which is what I did about the house I want to live in? Uh, about how it's going to actually feel when I'm on stage talking to a couple hundred people at a time, if not more. Would you be doing that? Or again, would you be living past mistakes and reliving them again? Um, you know, they past mistakes and reliving the past does not get you anywhere. Uh, for years, I thought about... Uh, a mistake in my life that it was on a football field. I was a freshman and uh, I was a starting, this is American football for those of you in the, uh, in the other part of the world. And I was starting on the offensive line and had a great block. Running back was following me and someone come up from behind and punched the football out of the running back's hand. I was on the ground and it landed a mere three feet away from me. I could see it there. I could read the writing on the football but I could not get up to get the ball. The other team recovered the fumble and went on to win the game. Now, if, if I would have picked up the ball and I looked around, there was like there was no one around but me. And that's what it seemed like. If I could only grab that ball, we would have won the game. And for years, I, I replayed that back in my mind. Like, why didn't I get up? Why couldn't I get up? Why couldn't I get, get that ball? And you know what? What difference does it make? It's not like... Uh, if I play it back in my mind a million times on the million and first time, if that's not, that's not even a correct number. And the one million, the million and one time I replay it, that all of a sudden, miraculously, I'm going to recover the fumble. It didn't happen. And all the time I wasted thinking about that, I mean, just, you know, leave it go. 
And I only bring that up now because, honestly, I haven't thought about that uh, since I thought about this podcast right now. But what, what, you know, what purpose does it serve? I can be thinking about future things and things I want to accomplish in my life. So if you are out there still living in the past, you know, thinking of something that happened 5, 10, 15, 20 years ago, it's not serving you any purpose to think about it. You know, talked to my mother the other day and she was, uh, we were talking on the phone and she was like, I can't believe there were times where I sent you to school and you packed your lunch and all I gave you was a cheese sandwich. I, I, I just feel so bad. And, you know, I never remembered that. I remember growing up, I loved cheese and, and that's what I wanted was a cheese sandwich. And that's what I would ask. That's what I would get. And we're talking grade school. So we're talking, you know, th- oh, 35 years ago. And my mother still feels bad about something that happened 35 years ago that I didn't, didn't even remember. That's crazy. Why put yourself through that when, when there's no need to? You know, leave it go. Just let it go. Why waste energy and your time carrying that around? Just another anchor people carry around. And while we're talking about anchors carrying around, relationships. Uh, another quiz for you. How do you feel about blind dates? If you listen to people around you, probably, I'm willing to guess here, the majority of people say blind dates never work. And you know what? They might be right. For those people, they may be right. But what if they do? I'll give you a good, good idea here. Friend me on Facebook, and you'll see what happens at a blind date. That's how I met my wife. We've been going strong for 12 years. 10 years of marriage and three beautiful children later, all on a blind date. So think about this. What happens if I'd have felt that way or if my wife would have felt that way at the time? I'm not going on a blind date. And here's the really crazy thing is I was engaged prior to this. And uh, that got broken off and didn't work. And, you know, um, as you would think, I was hurt. I'm like, wow, I can't believe that. I can't believe that happened. But there were so many signs pointing to that this isn't going to work. <laughs> uh, but sometimes you force things to, oh, I can, I can make this work or I can change or that person can change. And I just did not want to read the red flags until finally it just, <laughs> it, you know, just blew up and, and that was that. So for a couple of years, I was like, wow. I went on some blind dates, uh, went on some dates and, you know, couldn't find, couldn't find the right person. And it just so happens that, uh, my wife, uh, was dating someone, come out of relationship. Now, now this is where it really gets cool. And this whole story, her, uh, she breaks up with her boyfriend. Her grandmother passes away. A week later, she meets me. So there is no way she is ready for a new relationship, especially with that going on. It's devastating when you lose a loved one and you throw, uh, you know, the energy you put into relationship and you throw that in there and that, that goes away. And there, you know, my wife was not in the greatest, uh, greatest shape as far as relationship, excuse me, as as far as ready to start a new relationship goes. And I was sort of, nervous too, because, you know, uh, 
come out of relationship, really couldn't find anybody else and was wondering just, you know, what's going on and went on a blind date, you know, and it worked. <laughs> it worked. So if you ever have the opportunity, our chances are it's not going to work. You know, I don't know. But what if it does? What if it does? Look at my picture on Facebook. And that, that tells you right there how it can work. Here's another cool thing I did, though, in those two years between when uh, my relationship broke up and when I, when I went, met my wife, who <clears throat> is just, the, you know, the, she is the uh, light of my life. I mean, I could not have found anybody better. Uh, totally in love with my wife, and she just rocks my world. There's no doubt about that. I am not, I'm a better person from having, for having known this woman. There's no doubt in my life. And I respect her so much. But here's what I used to do when, um, before I met her. It's a little game that I suggest you folks play out there, no matter what it is. Uh, in this particular case, I was, I was looking for, you know, someone to spend the rest of my life with. So I used to play this game of, I wonder, one, what, my, what the person I'm going to meet, the woman I dream, what does she look like? Does she have blonde hair? Does she have you know, auburn hair? black hair. Uh, I wonder what she drives. And here it is. I pictured my future wife right now driving, you know, like a little Honda Accord or something like, like that. Little do I know when I meet my wife, she's blonde, knockout blonde and driving a red convertible Mustang. <laughs> ah, awesome. I guess at the time, well, I still do. I have a Harley and, uh, which you know that from previous podcasts. At the time, that just sort of fit, you know. That uh, I guess we both could ride with the with the wind in our hair. But for those of you who are struggling, uh, it may be in a relationship or a relationship has ended. Leave it go. Leave it go. As as I as I told uh, the listener who commented on my um, on my podcast, your stuff is only your stuff if you give energy and attention to it. Once you start, stop giving it your energy and your attention goes away. It goes away. Just think about, look at it this way. How many people come in and out of your life when you don't need them anymore? And I know that sounds cruel. I don't mean need them as in you're using them, but I mean, when, when that relationship, that course has run its, run its time, what happens? They just sort of fade away. And somebody new comes in, whether it's business, whether it's life, whether whatever, that's what happens. If not, we would always have the same friends we had since we've grown up and would never have new friends. You know, I have a bunch of friends out there, some I haven't talked to, a lot of them I haven't talked to in a long time. But it's just, you know, it's just the way it is. And that's the way relationships work. When you give them your time and energy, they're there. When you don't, they just sort of fade away. So if you're dealing with a relationship that's not going the right way, let it go. Let it go. And by all means, play that game of what you're looking for in the next person. Because if you don't, and tell the universe that, tell God that, this is what I want. This is what I want. This is what I'm looking for. And that's what will show up. 
That's what happened. That's what happened with me. And that's what will happen with everybody. Because if you don't change it, you will attract the exact same person you just broke up with. If you don't let the universe know what you're looking for, you will attract the same person over and over again, the same qualities over and over again. So enough about that. I want to end with one more point that I was watching a, a, um, special on, uh, American football. And in case anybody's ever wondering how, how I come up with these ideas, uh, some of the ideas I get, these podcast ideas, some I get from some of my, my coaches and mentors, and some I get from, uh, in everyday life. And, um, I happen to be, um, paying my school taxes tonight, which is always a nice fun thing. And I just flipped on the sports channel and there was a, uh, and I, I really don't watch a lot of TV, but I just wanted some background noise on. And there was a special about football on, about American football. And it was really interesting. And, and the reason I'm getting to this point is, is because each and every one of you have some type of seed, desire, trait, quality, skill that the world needs to know about and the world deserves to hear about. Each and every one of you have this. And the reason I bring it up because on this show, Joe Namath, who was a famous uh, American football quarterback, he, um, if anybody out uh, there is familiar with the, um, the Christian Bible, the D Dave and the Goliath story, uh, that's what this story is about. Joe Namath played for a team, the New York Jets. They were playing in the Super Bowl in 1969. They were David. They were playing the, the Baltimore Colts, who were Goliath. And Joe Namath actually guaranteed a victory. A couple days before the Super Bowl, reporter asked him, and he said, we're going to win. I guarantee you that my Jets are going to beat the Colts. And then he went out and did it. Now, the reason I bring this up about seed, desire, skill that the world knows is because what I heard on the show was that when he was in high school, when he was in 10th grade, he didn't make the, the football team. They, they only took so many kids to camp. He wasn't one of them got invited. So when the team came back from camp, he went up to the coach and said, coach, I'm quitting. And the coach saw something in him and said, don't you dare. He said, don't you dare quit Namath. You're on, you're going to play on this football team. And he went from there to starting in high school, to the University of Alabama, to the New York Jets, to Super Bowl champion, all because that coach saw something in him, which is the same as I know, as I can see, as I can more importantly feel you listeners have. Each and every one of you had have some type of special skill that the world needs to know about. And it's so much selfish of you if you're not going after that goal. If you're not putting that skill to use. If you're not sharing it with the world. It's almost selfish of you. All right. I don't like to end on that. Because <laughs> that sounds like I'm scolding. I'm not. I'm just um, attempting to pump you people up. That we need you. The world needs you, and you know what your skill is. 
And if by God, by golly, by universe, you have stuff, leave it go. It's not, it's not serving you any purpose. Think of my next time you start thinking of your stuff. Stop it. Just stop it. Change your thinking right then and there. There's a word for that. I think it's called mental cognition. It's when you catch yourself thinking bad thoughts, you stop it right there and change them. Because remember, as we know in the past, thoughts become things. So change that negative thinking into positive thinking. And here's the cool thing. It doesn't cost you anything. It doesn't cost you one dime. And that's on you. Just change it to positive thinking. So we're going to end with this right here. Again, my question to you that I started the podcast show with. What would you do? What would you be thinking about if someone handed you a shovel and a whole wheelbarrow full of you-know-what? What would you be thinking about? All right, I like to end each episode with some type of little action step because that's the only way you're going to get them something out of the universe is to, is to show action. That's why you're going to take that seed, that desire, that goal, that skill. You have to put it to use. So today's action step is when you catch yourself when you're thinking something bad and turn it around and start thinking of something positive. I don't care what it is. Start thinking something positive or make yourself laugh. Find something funny. But by all means, think positive and get what you want. All right, let's pull the vehicle back in. I think it's been a pretty good show. And until next time, have a great day because you absolutely deserve it.